we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Thank you for listening to the Flipside Podcast. We have a super, super special edition um, episode, if you will, today. Um, if you've turned on your phone, if you've um, watched sports talk television, listened to sports talk radio, opened ESPN, um, you've seen the news that Coach Shashevsky, Coach K, as he's more commonly known, has announced that this will be his last season. Um, as the head basketball coach for the men's program at Duke University. Um, He is the winningest coach of all time. He's got five national championships, um, 12 Final Fours, 35 tournament appearances, um, 12 ACC regular season championships, 15 tournament, uh, three-time coach of the year, a member of the Naismith Hall of Fame as of 2001, member of the College Basketball Hall of Fame as of 2006, five-time gold medalist, twice as an assistant coach, three times as a head coach, one of those being the Dream Team, where he was a, a member of that coaching staff. Um, he's a noted philanthropist, does a lot of things for the community, a lot of things for um, the youth and underprivileged uh, children, donates a lot of money to uh, Duke Children's Hospital, a lot of things in the uh, Durham area. He's he's an icon. He's an icon of, of basketball. He's an icon of college basketball. He's certainly certainly an icon of uh, this generation as far as coaches go and and of of big time college basketball as we know it. Um, if you are around my age, that's really you know your your entire life has been. Duke basketball has been a relevant program um, other than this last year where they were, they, they struggled. Um, he's, he's made the tournament every year that there was a tournament up until last season since his second year, which was like 1985 or something. Um, he's, he's, I mean, he's coach K he's, he's the face of college basketball. He's the face of, he's like Nick Saban is to college football. He's the face of it. And um, anybody who follows college basketball knows knows it's it. You see his face. You you hear Coach K. It's Duke, and uh, Duke has been rammed down our throats since since I was school aged. And that's that's no that's he didn't get handed a program that was that was ready to um, ready to soar. A program that was in great shape. Duke was not a powerhouse back then when. When it was run by UCLA and Georgetown and Houston and um, you know all those Bobby Knight's Indiana teams and um, you know it was he he made Duke what they are he he made them a rival of North Carolina when they weren't um, previously. Uh, Coach K is going to be 
after after he announced that he's getting that this is his last year he's stepping down, which which makes sense. Um, his his grandson was a walk on on the team last year, and now he's gone. So I I mean we kind we kind of knew Coach K's like I think he's seventy five or something. I'm I'm sure that riding off in the sunset wasn't far off. Um, as far as his plans go. Um, but this next year, this next season of college basketball is going to be everybody, ESPN in particular, giving him his flowers per, per se, um, giving him all the credit, all the respect, uh, worshiping him basically because Duke's driven a lot of money into ESPN when it, when it comes to college basketball, whether it's their, their classic from North Carolina or, whatever whatever else but i mean college basketball has is is i, w- I would say probably a, a substantial chunk of espn's money in the um winter months so um yeah he's he's gonna it's it's gonna be a thing um his last game at cameron indoor his last game at uh in chapel hill against north carolina his last game his first game of this season his last whatever they're they're gonna worship him and and you know I I I, I like Coach K I I respect what he's done and um, I I couldn't do it I I know that it, it's a lot of stress you see basketball coaches they age kind of like presidents do um, in eight years they look like they've aged about thirty years so um, he's he's gonna get all the attention he's gonna get all the fanfare all the you know throwing pedals and tributes and you know, the player cut-ins where they're talking about Coach K and what he taught them. Um, I am not, however, going to sit back and allow ESPN to make me feel stupid or pull the wool over my eyes. This, he's going to, he's going to get his flowers. Like I said, they don't, they don't smell like roses though. He's much like, like I said, Nick Saban is to college, college football. Coach K is to college basketball, for better or for worse. Absolutely dominant. Yes. Was was he was he squeaky clean? He would like you to believe that. But but like Saban, um, there's not the allegations, there's not the the in major infractions, but but something feels off. And it it's ESPN's gonna try and tell you Fox Sports, whatever you listen to, whatever you watch, is going to certainly during Duke games is going to try to paint him as a little bit more than he is. And this is not me throwing allegations at Coach K. This is me reading between the lines um, and and seeing these things throughout the years that have that have gone on and not turning a blind eye as as the media would probably want you to. Um, he's made. Yes, I, I don't. What I what I don't want to happen is for this to turn into just an absolute slam fest for a guy who's accomplished more in college basketball than anybody ever has, other than maybe John Wooden. If if you're not a huge college basketball fan, John Wooden was the coach of UCLA. He wrote the the book. The he's he's the godfather of this. He's the first face of ba- college basketball. Um. But. What they're gonna what they're gonna do is is paint a picture of a guy that's is not entirely accurate if you if you read the articles if you read between the lines he is the gold standard for college basketball yes did he 
cut corners. Do I believe that he cut some corners and, and made some bad decisions on his way there? Yes. Do I also think that he didn't have a choice because it's, it's really keeping up with the Joneses? Um, no, I don't think he had a choice, but it, it is what it is. There's the, 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 the smaller stuff. I mean, the, you know, just, just recently, um, the year that 2020, when the year was stopped short for the pandemic, before that happened, before everything got brought to a screeching halt, uh, coach K was a proponent of playing. He wanted, he wanted to play, he wanted to go on with it. And then I forget who the opponent was. It was not a good team. It was not a major school. They beat Duke, and all of a sudden, Coach K backtracked, didn't want to play on the road, didn't want to play anything but ACC games, this and that. Uh, there's the famous incident that a lot of people forgot about with Dylan Brooks when Dylan Brooks was at Oregon, where Coach K just yells at him for, I, th I think he took a shot. They were, Duke was, or Oregon was already up, the game was over, and Dylan Brooks took a shot at the end of the game, and Coach K yelled at him. And then said that he didn't and was, got snarky with some some young reporter. And then once the video came out that he actually did lose his mind over that, he came back and said that he reacted to the question wrong. Um, every time they lose to somebody they're not supposed to, it seems like he has some health issue or passes out on the sideline or, you know, he kind he kind of makes excuses. He he belittles players. He doesn't let them wear their Duke gear because they're not playing like Duke basketball. But but the thing that the thing that bothers me, the thing that taints a lot of his legacy to me, like I, I still think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's probably the greatest college basketball coach of all time. But that speaks to uh, what college basketball is, what the NCAA is, because while I think he's not exactly clean, I think that college basketball and the NCAA is so dirty that he has to be somewhat dirty to keep up and to be where he is. There's there's no way. He got to where he's at being clean. And you look no further than his most recent massive recruit and everybody's favorite, Zion Williamson. Um, there's wiretap. There's there's audio evidence of Kansas, Kansas University, Kansas basketball, having money in place, $200,000 allegedly, in place to get Zion Williamson to Duke, whether that's um, – um, through Adidas or Nike, or I mean Nike or a booster or whatever, whatever avenues they, they, um, they choose to, to take, um, there, there's audio of Kansas, not Duke, Kansas, um, having money in place to get Zion to come to Duke. My issue with this, while Coach K is not named, um, He's implied, and he wasn't implied by name by anybody. He wasn't um, pointed out by anybody. But the fact is, if you know college basketball, you know that Kansas and Duke, um, if over the past 25, 30 years, Kansas might be the only program in the nation that is bigger historically than Duke uh, over the past 40 years. They've been, they've been a blue blood program for, for um, as, as far back as uh, – I know long before I was even alive. Um, they're they're Naismith. They're Naismith invented basketball. They're 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 Kansas. They're a blue blood program. Bill Self is an outstanding coach with some with some blemishes on his resume too. But the point of that is that this wasn't 
um, some small mid-major, you know, a Central Michigan, a North Carolina A&T, one of these universities getting him money, getting Zion Williamson money to come there. This was Kansas. So what I'm supposed to believe, if ESPN had it their way and wanted me to be naive, is that Zion Williamson and the people around him thought that it was better for him to go to Duke and play for Coach K for free than to go play at Kansas in equal equal program for a quarter million dollars. This kid's 19 years old. His family doesn't have a lot. A lot of the recruits that he's gotten, Marvin Bagley was another big one that was um, TCU. We got fired coaches, and Will Wade, LSU's coach, was involved in this, and he got in trouble. And um, all these coaches get in trouble and get implicated and uh, brought up in these wiretaps and these these big investigations and when when it happens duke seems to always get the recruit you can't tell me that these guys are turning down equally or almost as successful programs to go play at duke who at best is a little bit higher than kansas um recently that, that doesn't make sense if this was north carolina a&t or another local university unc Asheville or greensboro or something like that one of those smaller schools, maybe, but this is Kansas. This is a, a like when you fill out your bracket, and Duke and Kansas are on the one lines in the seating. Um, if you've ever filled out a bracket, they're more than likely Kansas and Duke. They're in every tournament, and a lot of people pick them to go really far because they always go really far. The Kansas gets top level recruits, Duke gets top level recruits, North Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville, Michigan State. All these schools get these big-time recruits and are blue-blood programs, and they all offered Zion. I'm not going to say all because Michigan State, they're, they're clear of the Zion train, the, this, this, um, this implication. But Kansas, LSU, I mean, LSU's Shaq, it's Ben Simmons. It's, I mean, they're not, they're not a slouch by any means. They're an SEC school. Um, they, these guys, these – these guys who come up in unfortunate circumstances uh, don't grow up with money, and and a chunk of money, especially two hundred thousand dollars, could could change their family's life instantly. You're telling me that this kid, who you know, if you if you listen to any player that that comes up with nothing, um, I remember LeBron getting excited when he bought his mom a car and bought bought and that, and there's scandal around that, and he didn't even go to college, but. Um, all these players, they, they're excited when they get their first NBA contract. They're going to buy their mom a house. They're going to buy their mom a car. So these kids who want to do nothing more than pay their parents back for what they've gone through, taking them to AAU and all of that, they're going to go play for free for a year, risk injury, and have nothing? I don't think so. Um, Coach K has made excuses. He has uh, been – pretty petulant um every time he loses a game he's not supposed to he's um he's blaming on something or um you know it's something out of his control it's a it's a health concern it's a it's a a pandemic it's the back surgery i'll give him a pass on that the 94 95 season that was the only year he missed the tournament um duke uh, that duke missed the tournament in his tenure um they went nine and three with him at the helm and then the guy that stepped in i forget who it was 
at like four and 16 or something. So obviously X's nose wise, he's a good coach. He's an outstanding coach, but to think that he is clean and that he didn't cut corners to get where he is, is absolutely ridiculous. And it's, it's going to be nauseating watching ESPN just throw flowers at this guy's feet and uh, act like he's, he's the Messiah. He's, he's not, I mean, as far as wins and losses goes, yes. Yeah, he, he is. And, and do I think he had a choice? No, I don't. But, but the fact that he beat out people like Rick Pitino, who, who is known for um, his illicit ongoings, uh, Syracuse, Jim, Jim Beheim, who's had his run-ins, Calipari, who just reeks of it, and Bill Self for Kansas, and all these other schools, he's just beating them out for free with underprivileged kids. I, I, I don't buy it. Um, I'm not gonna buy it until there's something. I, I don't know what it could be that changes the way I feel about this. There's, there's not proof you can give me that's gonna tell me that the NCAA and um, Duke and all these universities did their due diligence and Coach K is as squeaky clean as they make him make us want to make us believe that he is um it's it it is it's a brand it's duke basketball i get it but in a world where dean smith owned that state before coach k got there with the north carolina tar heels and james worthy and michael jordan and all that they were running the show and um duke had to keep up from day one i'm not saying he was crooked from day one but but if you think about the major recruits he got it's it's ridiculous. Like I give credit to another blue blood program that I can't stand. It's in Michigan state. They don't, they don't up until recently, they haven't gotten those top, those top recruits, those top tier, those five-star guys. They don't have three of them come in one class. And, and it's because Izzo wants to do it the right way. Do I agree with the way he handles players? Sometimes no, but we're not talking about Izzo. We're talking about coach K. Um, it's, it's, absurd to think he's squeaky clean it's absurd to think that anybody is at this point and and if you're keeping up with those other programs you're not you're you're naive too if if you think that he is because um if if you think that this he's like the godfather of all this like nobody wants to say his name but but it's there if you read between the lines it's it's obvious and if you think the NCAA is going to tarnish his name and tarnish their name at the same time, you're crazy. Because Rick Pitino got let go at Louisville, running a successful program, national champions, air quotes, um, and got busted for all sorts of recruiting violations. And he took a couple of years off, and they let him right back into Division One basketball at Iona College, University, whatever it is. Um, like, like he never left, like, like he is reformed, like he's 70 years old. He's not reformed. He's not changed. He's just out of the media spotlight. He's, he's out of the, the, uh, the, the bright light that could shed a bad light on, on the NCAA. I think it's crooked in football, basketball. I think it's crooked all down the line, especially in the sports that drive in money to them and and uh help their bottom line i think i think they go to bat for their people i think that coach k is way more powerful and way more untouchable than anybody knows um god willing i hope it's not he doesn't come crashing down like 
you know, Joe Paterno did or anything like that. But um, I, I think, I think you, you see all these, you see all these guys that are just slimy and they're getting busted and they're at major, major programs and they're losing recruits to coach K and they're trying their hardest and cheating like hell to get them. And they're getting busted and they're getting fired and they're getting whatever sanctioned. And coach K just keeps walking away with the recruits and nobody says anything. Um, this, this turned into an absolute slam piece and I didn't want it to do that because, because I do respect what he's done. I think that you have to do what he did, whether, whether he did, whether he did it, uh, the right way, whether he did it ethically or unethically, uh, it is what it is. Do what you will with it. Um, he, he's the best at what he did, whether, whether he did it right or did it wrong. Um, he had to do what he had to do and he was the best at it. So, um, cover three is coming back. Uh, lots of football stuff against the spread. We are going to try and go 70% this year as opposed to 60, which is, I know, I know it's impossible, but we're going to try like hell. So, um, thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate your support. Keep telling a friend to tell a friend and, uh, I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. Love you.